Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. 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 What we need to do is see the world in you and see the world in me. And when we get into our bones, we wake up to the moans of freedom. Of freedom. So like. Like a track's like when we get on the mic, we got that pussy on tight. And the vortex all right, got them all calling out. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. Hello and welcome to Superficial Magic. I'm Dana Moon. And I am Megan Elizabeth Granger. Yes, you are. Thank you. Today we have a guest and a friend. We have a guest and a friend. Her name is Val Bloom. You maybe, know her, you love her. You know her, you love her. Maybe you know her from Vanderpump Rules. Oh. Ooh. Maybe you know her from her new movie that's out on iTunes, Orphan Horse. Orphan Horse. Orphan. Two of my favorite things. <laughs> maybe you know her from um, this really good movie, Too Late. She's an excellent actress. She's an excellent writer. She's a great friend. And today, we discuss her being an absolute hot mom. Hot mom. She's a new mother. New and mom. she gets into motherhood. Yeah, it's very like Jenny McCarthy meets... Uh, Spiritual... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's spirituality. Like, yeah, it's like if Jenny McCarthy meditated more. That's really funny. <laughs> if Jenny McCarthy was like on the toilet talking about motherhood. Yeah. Taking photos. And... Vale is really good at meditating, actually. Her and I once did a meditation together, and I was literally brought to a different portal of time and space. Yeah, she's tapped in. She's to a different really tapped in. Dimension, in a good way. In a good way. She actually talks about how that's how she... Ha- her her baby girl's name is Charlie, and she, acts about, she talks about how she was in this different portal state when she got pregnant with Charlie. I know. I love... It's so interesting to hear women talk about pregnancy because i feel like they're all like yeah i knew i knew when the child was conceived i knew the night of it's like this like instinct that yeah takes but over don't you also think it's like a it's also just a numbers game where it's like every time i have sex without a condom i'm like i'm pregnant i'm for sure pregnant oh that's hilarious and then i'm like no i'm not but then someday i might be and then i'll be like i know sometimes i think i'm pregnant and i go oh i haven't had sex in years <laughs> Um, Charlie, her daughter, is my spirit animal. I guess she's a person. She's my spirit person. <laughs> I guess she's a person. I the first thing I said when I saw her, I was like, she's not real. She's I not real. She used to believe. She's so gorgeous and perfect and like out of this world beautiful. She's just a dream. And we definitely have a special little relationship where Yeah, you guys do. She didn't even care about me. It, she, and I'm good with babies. Babies love me. And she was like breastfeeding and she would just stop and sit up and smile at me and like giggle. wave. Yeah. And and I don't know. I think it was because when she was in the womb, um, we went to a party once. It it wasn't like a party where there was smoke or anything. Like, Phil was very safe about where she went. But Wh- who's going to party with smoke? What are we in the 90s? <laughs> I there just, was just didn't want it to sound irresponsible. It we was... were in a restaurant and there was, we were smoking. <laughs> what? 
No one's smoking anymore, Megan. It was New Year's. And then the party like took a turn for the weird. You know how that happens sometimes where you're just like literally every party. I go you're to. just like, did everyone wh- what happened? Yeah. And so I was like, we're getting the baby out of here. And I we went home and like celebrated by ourselves. But I feel like that's when Charlie and I really bonded. Megan goes down to Vale's stomach. Come on, Charlie, we're getting out of here. <laughs> I was like, we gotta go. This party's fucking weird. <laughs> um so we have a lot to just catch up on in general. We're doing a seven day high vibe challenge, which I want to get into a little bit. I'd also like to get into the fact that you, uh, well, you've been on a little journey with a boy. Uh, you can call it that. So I from, would say lack thereof a journey. From what I understand, you sent. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just see if I have it right. Okay. You sent him okay. a nude picture, like full, full nude. Like vagina. All of it. And boobs. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what full nude is? And I'm like, I have to explain it to you. And he wrote back, that's, what do you, what do you say? Into it. Into it. And then we, we haven't heard from him like, <laughs> again. We haven't heard from him in a week. So not into it. Can so, <laughs> I just tell you guys that this is a, this is the first time I've ever sent a full nude like cha 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 out? Yeah. And well, you to was, be fair, you just gotten a spray tan. Just got spray tan. Jessica J. It was classy. Yeah, go to Jessica J. If you're in LA, um, and if you're not, oh, it was a classy nude with your yes. vag out. Oh my god, it was so classy. It was so yeah, because it looked like I had like bikini bottoms on, but I was naked, <laughs> spray tan, uh, uh, uh. and yeah, you know, it was kind of tasteful, like not too much nipple, mm. you know, not too much lip out, uh, you know, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it was classy and cute. It was like, you know, I was one of those French girls in the eighteen hundreds, and I was. Wow, I guess he just likes Fergie. So two thousand and late. Yeah, I like that reference. Thank you. Um. I once got caught sending the same nude multiple. Wow. Yeah. It was a really good one. I decided to just, you know, double it up, triple it up, quadruple. If you have one really good boob pick, you you save that in a f- secret folder. Obviously. And that's the boob pick you send to whoever you're sexting. There's honestly this girl who lives in LA. Well, actually, she doesn't live here anymore. But back in the day, she was like the hottest girl ever. Like dating i can't remember who she was dating it was like ryan cabrera or something okay <laughs> i swear the to god it was cool ever it was ryan cool cabrera. then it was cool that doesn't make any sense but okay, okay. i promise or, or like jesse mccarthy it was like it was the 2000s again early. just listen she would guys would ask for nudes and she was so hot but she would go online and find fake ones and send those but wh- wouldn't they know that it's not her or would it just no be they like, would never figure it out or would it just be like a cutout of like boobs it, she would just go online like she she was too lazy to take them of herself so she would just like scroll like mm, okay maybe if i did that to this guy he would have he would have reached out <laughs> after <laughs> maybe that was my my bad move can i just say so we were sexting before <laughs> before the into it and then no response um and he sent me photos from like cle- it was very obvious that he was that he took these like months ago oh that's the best and he was like in this like huge mansion 
great with a huge mirror and he was like making this like really you know when guys like try to try too hard sexy face yeah with like the mouth open and the squinty eyes yeah it was like and i'm like where are where are you (laughs) you're sending me old sexy pics that you've sent to other girls i'm not turned on because all i'm thinking about (laughs) is how when he first took it he's thinking about that girl right i mean it sounds like he's thinking about himself the whole time but uh yeah the the guy i sent the picture to you know maybe the fifth or sixth guy said you know i can see the date in which you took this picture what why do you keep the date on it i i didn't know you could do that and to this day, it's such a Megan thing. Yeah, I was like, oh, really? Because because I was like, look what I just took. And he was like, you mean six months ago? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the only person that wouldn't pick up on that. Yeah, no, not at all. I was like, got him. And he was like, nope. <laughs> um, I want you to text that guy. Like, can we circle back to the like, just circle back to this? Just text him that. Let's circle back. Let's circle back. Yeah. Let's circle jerk right back. <laughs> Let's circle back to this picture. Bigger, like, do you have a bigger reaction? Anything? Yeah. You should know? I? I don't know. If, I don't know if that I, I should. I guess don't, like, ignite ignite more drama. I'm having a good flirtation right now. Can on... I live through you? Because I'm so bored in my love life. Well, it's he, non-existent. I gave him my number. It was from a dating app. And he, well, ooh, he just said, I'll text you. But he wrote me, um want to work out sometime Ooh. at 105 in the morning <laughs> well we know <laughs> it's definitely not hitting gym and i go well 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 look who's going back through his raya messages at 105 a.m greedy greedy and he goes i was working the night shift and i go what is he janitor i go you were working the pussy shift <laughs> and he goes nice. i was caught under a huge rock and my phone wouldn't dial 911 i could have died i almost died but i didn't no thanks to you what does he do for work? Um, he is a he's a singer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I had this really hot actor who is on like a super successful show DM me. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, you know my um dating app, Raya. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about it. Who but gives a fuck? Please whatever. kick me off yeah, of this piece honest, of shit. Honestly, I yeah, I would be happy to. Um, he was like, it's about to delete. I don't know why and. I just, you know, you're really hilarious and beautiful and I wanted to connect before it does. And so we had like a, probably like a solid weekend of like nonstop messaging back. Okay. And I was like, Ugh, I'm just going to invite him out to this event because like I don't want to keep messaging back. I want to just meet him. Yeah. Nobody was making plans. And so then once I did, everything stopped. He was like, <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Am I coming on too strong? I don't. I don't. It's like I, my energy. I don't think so. I don't know. I think it's just like, I, I think. Too masculine. I think everyone's just crazy. I know. We were just talking about this and I was just like, I'm done. Oh, wait. We're not supposed to say that anymore. Oh. Fuck. Shit. Cancel clear. Everyone's so beautiful. I appreciate and praise everyone. No. I've been appreciating and praising the shit out of the planet today. Okay. I'm on my seven day high vibe challenge yeah let's get into it okay no hi- negativity no negativity high vibe challenge but also message me and i'll tell you the, the story <laughs> yeah. really also, negative when megan's not around there's a few people that are not on my list but <laughs> um so okay every morning you meditate for two minutes watching a movie in your mind of your ideal life 
So then at the last like 30 seconds, you step into the movie and let yourself experience living it. That's all. I know. I get really caught up in that and I change my house a lot. It always and starts in my house. In your fantasy? Yeah. You're just rearranging your house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. No, I keep changing homes. Yeah. I, I, I do that. Homes? I do that too. Well, I'm just, I'm like, and then my gorgeous like husband walks in. I'm like, no, no, he's. He's smart. He's more smart than gorgeous. No. That's hilarious. He's on the beach. No, he's corporate. And then I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. So no, he's corporate. <laughs> you know, just just think of like a fuck don't overthink it. Be happy for two minutes, imagining your life being rad. If you can, without resistance, step into what that would feel like. Then journal for 10 minutes a day. I do way longer than that because I really need it. Um everything you're grateful for. So just start off with like, I'm so grateful I woke up healthy. I'm so grateful for every breath. I'm so grateful uh, for this new day, this new beginning, my like the love I have in my life, everything that's actually there. Then, and I also put this on my Instagram story. So if you want to go watch in highlights, it's there too. But then you start saying thanks for things that you haven't received yet. Oh, I started doing that. So you'll be, and, and the way to do that without being like, uh, mad because you're like I don't have that is you say thank you for letting me receive dot 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 so like thank you for allowing me to receive my abundance thank you for allowing me to receive my partner thank you for allowing me to receive all these deals all these wheeler dealers thank you for allowing me to receive trips and whatever the fuck you want I said thanks for my Tesla I don't have one but I'm thankful for it what's coming and so you just praise everything you see because the universe is like a little kid and it loves to be praised. And that's it, a good way of putting it. You know, every person try to try to praise the fuck out of them, no matter how annoying they are. It's also like gratitude is more for you than anything else. One hundred percent. Because I used to think of gratitude as like, oh, my God, these people are so like so selfless no gratitude I feel like gratitude is selfish because the more grateful you are the more abundance you get and it's just yeah well absolutely there's there's a specific word that I'm like okay this whole time where I I haven't been like getting what I wanted and that's because I haven't been like acknowledging what I already have I couldn't agree more and so it's it, it's also like the universe isn't going to I don't know how to explain it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's not it just becomes much more responsive when you're and the grateful. It wants to be acknowledged by you. It wants to be acknowledged That's by you. That's what I've been trying to say this whole time. That's beautiful. I love that. It wants to be acknowledged and it wants to be praised and you can be looking at something really annoying and still find something good in it. And if you don't acknowledge it, it doesn't give a shit about you. Well, and if you complain about it, it grows 50,000 million percent. It gives you more of what yes. you're complaining about. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I haven't complained for two days. The good Lord is testing me. Praise Jesus. <laughs> There's Praise and then I just realized how toxic like my brain can go in circles because I'm not saying it out loud. You know what's crazy? What? I've been running into people who are like complaining about stuff mm. and I'm like tell me the good stuff 
Ooh. God, yeah. we are not going to have any friends We're not going to have any friends. We are so obnoxious. And I l- I'm so annoying. I'm like, dude, I'm like, stop giving that energy. You're going to recreate it. You have other amazing things going on. Let's just give that energy. Yeah. And they're like looking at me like I'm insane. Yeah. And, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I am. But also like, I feel great. I feel great about life. Yeah. And I'm like so excited to tell you guys like really good news coming up. And yeah. I still don't know if I, and I still don't know about it, but I'm just so excited about it. I'm giving it positive energy. And if it's not that particular thing, it's going to be another thing. Yeah, and I'll because always have my finger to finger myself. You'll what? always have your finger in yourself. <laughs> I have my finger on the pulse of myself. <laughs> Guys, if it doesn't work out, I can always finger myself. So whatever. I can go, ma- I can go masturbate, whatever. Also, one more thing I really like doing is not telling the same stories about my life anymore. Like, I that makes it live on in your vibration. Yeah. So I've just started changing what things I focus on from when I was little or what issues I focus on or anything that I am going to focus on is going to serve me. So, yeah, I just don't, it's just, it's old news. Okay. So I just drew a card for us. Ooh. Would you like me to read it to you? I feel like you're going to either way. Are you expanding or contracting? Note, expanding is often ideal. Now let's talk about giving birth because that was really <laughs> what That's this episode true. is about. Expanding. And Vale really hits it on the head about um, like creating new, like her creative level is so high after yeah. giving birth. Oh my like, gosh. That's why moms are such badasses. Yeah. Right? I don't know how people do it. I, okay. So the baby was a little bit like, not fussy, just alive and like a baby, like giggle, gaw, gaw, gaw. so I took her for some of the episode and was just playing with her. Yeah. So if the episode is like, if it's just Vale and I or Megan and Vale, one of us is, is bopping around the baby. Yeah. We got to bop that babe. Um, so that's what that was about. But, um, what's my point? What were you just saying? Uh, oh, motherhood. Oh my God. I slept like a rock that night. Really? From watching a baby for two hours. I felt like I was pregnant. I after I left felt like I was I had been a mom for five years (laughs) that's hilarious and the baby didn't cry once I mean she like she's like giggly and happy yeah so cute and I was like oh my god this is exhausting I have really a new respect yeah a whole new respect I've been around kids a lot lately and like I just have a whole like oh my god we need to worship mothers amen they are god truly god yeah so Vale, tell some like uh tmi funny stories oh my gosh about pregnancy and like after pregnancy things that moms like don't share um and gives advice to single women like appreciate your time conscious parenting while you i guess i shouldn't say single women i should say women without kids yes yes non-mom yes and uh Conscious parenting is good. She just gives, if you have a baby, it's fun. If you have grown children, it's fun. If you don't have kids, it's fun. If it's you just, hate kids, it's fun. It's fun. It's all fun. It's just a fun, it's a fun chit chat. And then I try to convince Vale to start her own uh, conscious mommy podcast. Which she has to. Everybody every, DM her. Yeah. The more people to DM her to start her own podcast, I think she'll do it. Right? Absolutely. Who can't, who can argue with DMs? <laughs> I love them. Please I do, love please them so me. much. Please DM me. Um, okay. So why don't you go on um, iTunes and rate this podcast five stars? It would mean the world to us. It takes one second and you can just write love 
high vibes love high vibes this is great well don't, don't orphan make- horse <laughs> <laughs> yes perfect uh, perfect there we go megan where can they find you on social media well they can find me at megan granger and they can find me at dana moon me so share it with a friend and go join the superficial magic vibrators group and enjoy the episode bye so we all know that since the full moon i have been cleansing the shit out of my apartment and i started this little side hustle on poshmark where instead of giving all of my clothes away i sell them so not only am i purging and cleansing my home i'm also making money while i'm doing it I've taken the opposite route and I've started buying things off of Poshmark at the speed of light. So I'm filling up my home, but these items do spark joy. I I think it's the easiest app I've ever used when it comes to getting rid of things. Like people are excited to buy my old Louis Vuitton sunglasses. And it's free and you can get like Reformation, you can get Topshop, you can get Levi's, you can get, I mean, every single thing that I want. Yeah. It's there. Okay. I had these Gucci sunglasses from literally 10 years ago and I put them up on Poshmark and somebody was so excited to buy them and it couldn't have happened faster. And I was like, I've been meaning to get rid of these for years and I just didn't know what friend wanted old (laughs) Gucci sunglasses. I bought a pair of those like high-waisted uh, J-Jean, perfect jeans. Are those the ones I tried to steal? Yes. Oh no, I want them back. $13. It just punched me in the face. I love it. Um. So anywho, yes. Shipping is easy for both the seller and the buyer. It's super fast. And you can uh, make the seller an offer if you don't want to immediately put in a number. So... Listeners of Superficial Magic get $5 off their first purchase. So just enter the invite code SUPERFICIAL5 when you sign up. Okay? That's invite code SUPERFICIAL5 for $5 off your first purchase. Okay. So, Vale, we have a lot to talk to you about. I think what I'm super interested in is that you're just a totally different person. Like completely different. We want to talk to you about what it's like to change, what it's like to birth a baby into this world, what it's like to birth a new self into this world. That's Charlie talking to us. Hi, Charlie. And uh, first off, we want to talk to you about how crazy it was when you actually made Charlie because you had a crazy experience. I did. I kind of think she's been a soul that's been trying to come through a couple for a while now. Okay, so you thought her soul was trying to come through before. I yeah, I think so. I've that been told make, that too. That, really? Well, so That makes me really happy. Yeah. I I think when a soul really wants to come, it's ready for a little bit if it's specific. If they're coming down here and they have an intention and, you know, they have a plan, I think they'll keep knocking. Yeah. I don't, you know. They're going to find a way to come. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, it makes me happy too. Cause it's not what I always believed actually until this second experience, um, which is the most beautiful gift of, of, you know, my entire life. I'm like beyond happy. So conceiving her, did you know, like they say that, you know, right when you, Oh yeah, I told, well, you know, I the, did you know the next day? Like I'm pregnant. Yeah. I told, um, a girlfriend as a joke, we were at Pilates and I said, I don't know. Shit. Check it in two weeks. I might be pregnant. <laughs> you, your body just knew. 
yeah it's like a higher it's knowing a, it's maybe. a weird sixth sense not everyone has it right but you know i was like oh my god i'm being dramatic i'm probably being dramatic i'm probably loving like the little story subconsciously but i i could tell something was different like no actually this might be true holy shit this is true and i told her two weeks later and she was like are you kidding me what what do you mean you you told me in pilates like literally like must have been the day after and i said i know i had a funny feeling um, and it just, it's surreal. So it's surreal. Actually, that's what it's like because until it really happens, right? It's surreal. And then when it happens, you're like, this is so real, but I can't believe it's real, but I know it's real. I, I can't wrap my brain around the fact that we <laughs> create life. We literally grow so, a human inside of our body and it all. Rumi thinks that the woman's body is the closest thing that we'll see to heaven on earth. 100%. Because it's growing life. It's, you know. We are creating or other universes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what was the decision? Like, I'm ready for a child now. I wasn't ready. I was not ready at all. I knew I'd be ready soon. And then it was just, okay, if things, you know, come your way, um, you know, those things, I'm not going to frame this from a selfish perspective. Right. But it was a huge catalyst because I knew I would be ready soon. And what's a year or two difference? You know what I mean? So I just, uh, I got oh. myself together and ready. It wasn't, she's, it wasn't, she's a, she's the happiest accident that I think was intentional from a higher place. I think I probably. Also, who's planned? I mean, right. I don't know anybody that's here on this earth that's like, I was planned. Yeah. Like. Right. Some people are, right? But even when they're I planned, like it's it only takes like six times or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, um. I think maybe my soul chose, my soul knew, and it was probably planned and, you know, designed from a higher place. But as far as on my little earthly life, I was like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Let's get this going. So the night she was conceived. Yeah. Was like... The weirdest... Um, Give us a play-by-play -play of the sex. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you have a cool story about going to like a different yeah, planet feeling, with this person. Yes. Feeling like I... Feeling like there was a different dimension accessed and like a sort of intersection of something really pure. So it was and almost it was almost like Charlie's soul was like, this is happening. Yeah. I am going to make sure that I give you guys this experience. I think it was probably something On like in an energetic our level. soul contracts, yes, right? Yes. We probably somehow agreed to have charlie or a baby right and just at that moment it all converged and it was like it was like um um looking into like it was like it was intercepting a different space you know okay where everything just like aligned and felt so incredibly big big and crazy and unbelievable in that weird psychic way yeah you know and far away, very far away. And and we look back and we realize, oh my gosh, the things that we said that night oh my God. had so much double meaning. You know? Yeah. Now that we know that that was the night, you know? I love that. That's so cool. It is cool. It is really cool. How has, like, how has everything changed since? Um. Okay, so I think in 100% honesty, right, there's something for some women, not all women, but there's something searching until they have a baby. There's like a restlessness, right? 
I didn't even know I had that in me. I'm going with the traditional superficial kind of way things have changed. I have a baby. I'm completely content. I have something so important and beautiful that makes me happy and grounds me, right? I have something more important going on than like running about and just passing through my day, you know? It kind of gives life a bigger meaning and more of a purpose, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So there's that that I think I didn't realize I probably had a restlessness inside of me. Um, And that's obviously, you know, very content now. And then also, you know, you have to be your best self for the little human being that you're raising and responsible for. So like, I got to get my shit together. Yeah. (laughs) You have to be your best self because, you know, I'm not 22, so I'm old enough to know how important parenting is. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going about it recklessly or haphazardly or unaware. And I think if that's the beauty of, if you have a baby in your thirties, you're a little bit more aware of what ideally like conscious parenting should be. Conscious parenting. Yeah. I like that. I like those words. They're good words. Are you reading (laughs) conscious parenting books? No, I should though. I should maybe listen to a conscious parenting podcast. You should have your own podcast. Oh, I'll just, I'll just hop on yours when. I feel like you having like a spiritual motherhood podcast would be amazing. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. Um, Really good idea. Okay. So what other, Megan, um, what other topics do you want to touch on? Because I feel like I'm being an interviewer. Do you want me to? Okay. And I just don't, I, I feel like I'm, I'm like interviewing you like 2020 and I, I don't want it to be that way. No worries. And I can, um, I can join in and tell you what I think like a metaphor of like, I don't know. Oh. And like, I can talk about how I shit my pants and stuff like that. Oh my God. You have to tell that story. Yeah. Would she, if we, she wants to be walked around. She likes movement. Okay. She can also play on the play map, but you'd need to like actively like play with her. Oh, and then come, just come back in like five minutes and I'll fix it. This is what we're doing. Hi. Are you guys hot? Uh, yes. Kit, um, Jamie? Yeah. Turn it down a little bit. Hello. 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 Okay, Vale, so you are the first person I have ever seen a baby come out of. <gasps> Did I show you the video? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's cool. It was really intense for me because you, I was over here spending the night, and you're like, so do you, you, you sat down, like, right basically on my lap, and <laughs> we're like, do you want to watch my birthing video? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you really didn't know how to politely decline. But you looked so happy. I was like, yeah, I, sh- I do. <laughs> it so was casual. so beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't. I was bawling. Do you remember that? I do, yeah. I, I showed it to my pregnant friend too, and she cried as well. And it's not the, I do remember you did start crying. It's a pretty emotional moment. It's just, it's not, you, you know, you always hear like how gross it is because or, or like whatever it's right. beautiful yeah it's like a flower or something yeah I mean it and maybe because I know that was like the most up in their video that I had ever really seen <laughs> it 
was it was like two inches away yeah yeah on an iphone and as the baby crowned and 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 came out and then everything that comes out after the baby you know and i think maybe i don't know it was just it just i maybe because you know me it was more emotional for you and i had never seen a video of someone birthing a baby either until i watched my own i just had never i had never um I, I just had never known that that's it's what it was. full on, right? It's it was full, full on, on, but it's so beautiful and so not what I expected. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. You had like the whole, you, you had a very LA pregnancy and birth. You had a like, like, like a Spotify channel playing. Yeah. You were. I had essential oils. I had two yeah. diffusers. I had <laughs> two diffusers. A picture of Jean on the wall. My That's cat. her cat. Yeah. Yeah. You were just ch- like, I you were crystals. chilling. Yeah. And I feel like you're so in ch- shape from like running track and stuff that you were just like, boink. I think if you are able to do, um, they call them keep ups in in yoga, I don't know if it's kundalini or regular yoga, but you do like keep up exercises, which is putting your arms in an uncomfortable position for three minutes. It sort of trains you for endurance mentally and physically for labor and pushing through the pain. Uh. No, it's fine. Honestly, what I said, th- I not even two minutes after birth, maybe 90 seconds after I knew she was fine. I think my first words, is she okay? Is she okay? Yeah. And then 90 seconds later, I said, and it's on that video or a different video. I said, is that it? That's it? <laughs> I, could do th- I could do that all day. I could do that again, I think. Yeah. I, said, I think I could do that a few more times. Yeah. Yeah. And you probably will. I mean, if we're so lucky. And uh, oh, did you have a natural birth? No. So my goal was to have a natural birth. Um, and I didn't want, um, an epidural and I didn't want Pitocin and I didn't want, I'm going to be like, give me the Pitocin, put the epidural in my brain and my body (laughs) in the baby. Don't care. Yeah. And my butt, (laughs) whatever it takes, but you were going to brave it. I was going to brave it. And what happened was I was late because I think I was so scared of labor that I think I actually, and stress, I think I held the baby in. <laughs> like, really. a, like a little poo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, they say when you push, you have to push as hard as you can, like you're pushing out a big poo as oh, well. Oh, did you poo? Not on the table because I took a shitload of uh, castor oil the night before <laughs> trying to induce myself naturally and it clears you out. So I basically just stayed up all night shitting. Okay. And had That's no a more good shit. way to greet the baby. Yeah. A side note, do you remember when I took that laxative at Alcove? I do. And yes. I like <laughs> literally the waiter came over and was like, hey, what do you want to order? And I just slowly pushed him out of the way and was like <laughs> crab walking to the toilet and was like calling back behind me like, send help. I don't know what to do. I had no idea what was wrong at the time. <laughs> and it wasn't like a diet thing. Anybody out there listening, it was like I, I hadn't gotten to the bathroom in two weeks or something because right. I'd stopped coffee. Well, I fixed that problem and it sounds like you did too. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted the, I wanted her naturally. So if you do some sort of healthy, natural laxative before birth, be careful because it can exhaust you or dehydrate you. Oh. Um, but I wanted her to be born on the full moon and on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Because I believe the good witches are born on Friday the 13th. I was born on Friday the 13th. Wait. Are we not the same age? I know we have the same birthday. Don't tell me your age because I don't want to tell mine. But whisper, mouth. What? 
yeah, sure. We're the same age. (laughs) (laughs) Were you born on Friday the 13th? I was. We are not going to do years. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. You birthed this baby. Yeah. So, oh wait. So I really wanted on the full moon and my doctor (laughs) did not think that I would make it to, you know, full term at all. And she was getting really, really, really big really big like they kept telling me she looks eight and a half she's she's um she's she's measuring eight and a half pounds veil you're really petite you do you want your vagina intact and I said well I do but I really want to do this naturally okay and um my doctor scheduled a vacation understandably because we never expected me to make it as long as we did um and and basically she had to induce because she was going on vacation, not for like five days, but for two weeks or two and a half weeks. So I couldn't, I couldn't wait till the full moon, which I'm sure she would have come on the Friday, the 13th. I used a ton of castor oil. It didn't work. They had to break my water and then they gave me Pitocin. What's Pitocin? Um, does that induce? It's like, it's oxytocin actually, but it's not natural. So if you're getting it, you know, flushed in your body, right? Through an IV, you're not getting your body's natural pain reducing hormones too. So oxytocin is what you release during an orgasm, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's what also is released for contractions to, to start the big contractions to push the baby down. Mm -hmm. And when your body generates the contractions on its own, you get tons of pain numbing, like on your own natural stuff going on. Pitocin jumpstarts it and makes it, harder more intense and they come it's like basically contractions on steroids so i labored with pitocin for six hours um with no pain meds and let me put it this way um my friend is head of um well god it's only a few months and i'm still what is like the the baby department at a hospital i want to say gynecology but that's no not it. i know amy no that's when they're older <laughs> God, we're missing, we're skipping. Um, anyway, the baby department, right? Um, the department of babies. Head nurse, right, at Cedars. She's worked there over 20 years. She's only seen two women get Pitocin and not have an epidural in all of her career. And the whole, you know, gosh darn, what is it called? Nursery, Does it make postpartum it more- area, yeah. So it makes it more painful. Yeah, so much more painful. So eventually, when I was at about six centimeters, um, and I had, I had labored for maybe like five, almost six hours without pain meds, I get from two to six centimeters. I said, fine, if I keep if I keep doing this, I'm not going to have any energy to push. So I got an epidural, and then I felt absolutely nothing, and it literally, I pushed 45 minutes, and she was out. I took a meditation, actually, for 30 minutes before, when I got the epidural, I played this beautiful song and zened out, lowered the lights in the room, got ready for um, pushing, and that was that. See, I don't, I don't understand why women are like, I want to do natural birth. Like, I, I don't. Right. Most people just right? say, sign me up for the epidural. I definitely wanted to do a natural birth. You did? Yeah. And I did the epidural so late um, that I don't think she got a lot of it. I, you know. Here, I'm a Scorpio, as are you. And yeah. I think a lot of Scorpio is rebirth, death and rebirth. And I do think that birthing a human being is the ultimate way of like being reborn yourself and wow. birthing someone new, you know? Yeah. 
um, you're, you're opening up that channel again. I see so much of her in you. Oh really? Just yes. physically? Physically. Yeah. She's do you, cute. Do you see like a lot of her? <laughs> it sounded like she's like, <laughs> what? I said, she's cute. She's so cute. She's so cute. I think she's going to be, um, I think she's going to be a way better version of me. No pressure though. She can be whatever she wants to yeah. be, but like her lips are fuller. Her eyes are bigger. Her eyes are bluer. You know what I mean? Oh my God. That's just so she's, funny. She's so cute. Yeah. It's interesting. I was thinking about this randomly yesterday of how like, I don't know. I hope this doesn't come out negative, but like how moms kind of get competitive or not uh -huh. really competitive, but like, um, like, animosity or jealousy towards like daughters who are like living a better life oh, than they were yeah, I have able to. That. Yeah. But and that's people that haven't done the work on themselves. Right. And are getting triggered left and right. Yeah. And it's always was like fascinating for me because like, I feel like any like really like fun event that I had growing up, my mom like couldn't stand that I was like youthful and I had so oh, much no more way. years. Do you know what I mean? And then I was thinking about it and I was like, I, was, I can kind of see, I can again with the both sides, like I can see. Oh no, no. I was thinking you were going to say right now, every fun event I had growing up, all I thought about is I can't wait to show this or have my child like have the same experience. Oh, that's why, that's why I was prefacing it with like, I hope this is a negative right. because my mom, um, yeah. Well, your mom's from a different generation. Mm -hmm. The Such whole consciousness generation. awakening thing had not hit at that time. Yeah. We're now connected by so much information and mindful practices. And there's just, you know, even like, it's silly, but like yoga has been all the rage for a while. Like Eastern philosophies, different philosophies have made their way. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know. Yeah. She's a different time. We can't blame her. But I just love the way you're talking about Charlie. Like she's you know, already just being like, she's a better version. Like she's pro probably going to like have a better life and better experiences. And you're like her cheerleader being I like, hope, this yeah. is so exciting. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's how every mom should be. Like, I'm going to give this child a better life and they're yeah. going to see more and do more. Yeah. And that's every generation. And that's just, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I believe that at my core, I hope everyone, I, I, I wish everyone would have that little seed inside them that feeling of like trying for that you know not that you're I mean and I'm super content with my life too but like I just definitely want and hope for you know and celebrate that she'll probably have more you yeah. Know? yeah 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 I uh I met a kid that made me want to <gasps> have a kid I told you that story you did a and little I love girl, that story little five-year-old girl saying to me do you have a child just so innocent and yeah I'm like, no and she's like do you do you, want, do you want one and I'm like I don't know maybe can I be your child I was she like she said it that way can said, I be your child can I be <gasps> your child oh my gosh and I'm like your heart probably broke uh, but I also was like I connected with her on a level that I'm like, I think like, this is so fun. Here is yeah. somebody. And I was telling, I was like doing her makeup and like, I was like, we are not apologizing. We are beautiful. We don't need makeup, but we want to wear it for us. And she's like, yeah, we are. And she <laughs> got like all pumped up on, on it. And did she live with her dad full time? I'm not sure the okay. situation. Yeah. Can you see her again? I know. I want to see her again, but is would I that be weird? It could be weird, but I still want like, you to see her again. But it could totally be. I weird. I developed this friendship with a five-year-old. The day Dana kidnapped and went to jail for the rest of her life, 
this is this is the day that happened. Los Angeles-based comedian and podcaster. I don't know why it says podcaster in the article. Absolutely. <laughs> Befriends a five-year-old, goes to prison. You're journaling. You're doing the mental journaling right now, except for the prison part, just the podcast. Yeah, just the podcast. People are going to write about you as the podcaster. It's already happened. And nothing else. Yeah. Um, no, she she lives in Texas, and she's. I just I just saw this like she's so smart, and I just see this like child that you have such an ability why, to impact. Why were you in Texas? I was in, uh, she lives in Texas. She was, I was at a shoot and her dad was like mm, doing business at mm-hmm. the place we were shooting at. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyways, I was just, I was like, I want to pump her full of like confidence and love and mm-hmm. like self-esteem and like she's impressionable and just is absorbing the world around her. And I just saw, I, I don't know. I kind of saw a child as like, if you're conscious, like talking about conscious parenting, you have the ability to positively affect a human. Right. Do you want such an amazing way? Right. It's a huge responsibility. Your vibe on the podcast is a lot about the universe, right? And like, uh, energy. Yeah. So it's really funny. I was obsessed with wanting a kid, wanting a baby to consciously parent, et cetera. And it really wasn't until the moment I genuinely, and I mean like deep in my soul, truly not, not on the surface saying I'm okay with it, became peaceful and positive about the possibility that I might never be so blessed to have children in this life. That's exactly about a couple months after that is when I got pregnant. But I had to really deep down be like, you know what? If I'm so lucky that I get that opportunity in this life, I will be beyond grateful and excited for it but there's a really good chance that I'm not going to in this life and that's okay and I'll find another way maybe it's you know volunteering or maybe it's adopting or maybe it's you know mentoring but I will find or even doing something else not with children but like giving that nurturing kind of satiating that whatever that that itch was right or that need I would find a way that I genuinely felt like I could contribute to the world in a valuable way not as a technical mother, mm-hmm. but as a mother, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and exactly when I really was okay with it and was like, it'd be amazing, but I'm, I'm, I'm thankful either way. That's when I got pregnant. What good is magic if you're not enjoying the skin that you're in? I am obsessed with my new exfoliant from Kate Somerville and the FabFit Fun Box. The FabFit Fun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. The cool thing about it is you don't really know what you're going to get. It's like Santa's coming. Yeah. You do know it's going to be amazing. It's going to have all of your favorite brands. And it's kind of like the universe is choosing for you what you need in your life. And the universe chooses full-size products, which I love. And you get $200 worth of full-size products. For forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. So like Megan said, Kate Somerville, that's the skincare brand that they have. They also have Glam Glow, uh, Anthropology, and Juice Beauty. You also uh, can get fashion items from Bear Paw, Free People, Michael Stars, all of our faves. It's just like giving yourself a little treat from, from God. The winter editor's box is now available. So you can sign up because it's definitely going to sell out. Um, so use coupon code magic for 40% off your first box at fabfitfun.com. Yes, basically you're getting 40% off $49.99. So, so you're going to pay $29.99 for your first box on Megan and I. Check out fabfitfun.com. Use the code magic so you can save 40% off your first box. 
making it only $29.99. I got $29.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com. Use the code MAGIC because you deserve to treat yourself. Open your box to me. Open your box to me. I got the the fab and you got got the fun. Open your box to me. What is that, the law of unattachment? I don't know. Is that a thing? Should we coin it right now? It's like when you become become unattached to something. Buddhism. It shows up. Yes. (laughs) Did I just quote something from Buddha? No, no. It's like a superficial magic version of a a fundamental Buddhist, you know, truth. See, I'm very much like career is more important than motherhood yeah so was I um and the more I'm waking up and become like just experiencing more time on earth the more I'm realizing that whatever's going to unfold is going Mm -hmm. to unfold in my life so like I it's interesting because I'm like I don't I don't I never thought my purpose was to be a mother I was thought it was to be a performer and entertainer Uh and now I'm just kind of like going with the flow oh well that's interesting so i'm like if that's meant to be for me I, I i i'm gonna yeah. lean in because i'm not gonna i'm not resi- i'm done resisting yeah 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 I've, well that resonates a lot for me because i was supposed to have the biggest career uh, year of my life and it, it really came down to one of those fork in the roads you have to choose and what do you it mean be that way but it really did for me and i don't want to go into too many details but it was almost as if you wrote it in a script you'd be shocked like it never happens you have to choose this or this and it's this augmented like each version when Um, you were pregnant with charlie mm -hmm. and um you know i always thought i would want career and stuff but you know you, you just lean in you just don't resist and you lean in and you do it and you be present I think you can have it all, though. Oh, I will now, now that she's born. But at the time, there were things that I couldn't have while pregnant. So you were offered, like, a big deal, and you, you had it, to say no. It's a little bit more complicated than, than that, but the, the, biggest, the biggest deal of my entire career. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's, when things like this happen, I'm just like, seriously, universe? It's seriously? It's some sort of test. Seriously? Yeah. No, it was a seriously moment. I really feel like the universe is a tricky bitch. It's a, she is a tricky bitch. And if you don't learn your lesson, she'll test you a few times, you know? So many tests. Did you learn? Was it worth it? Absolutely. <laughs> the, the lesson? Absolutely, yeah. You passed the test. I passed the test. I think. I, I mean, feel like life would. is just a video game. It's just a video game. You really think that? I do. And I think that we're constantly up leveling and we're going to different levels in the video game uh-huh. and it's like if you beat that challenge you yeah. move on to the next and you're quote and unquote is it within the same life or is it for your next life i think it's in this lifetime and then i and think then it's also for and then it's also for other lifetimes yeah yeah it's funny you say that i've heard that recently i really am determined that like this this is a matrix and we have to learn to play the video game if you want to like create the life of your dreams you have to learn to play it right. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. And what would be winning? What's the right decision? And as in winning, like, is it, if it's ethically or morally or like spiritually? Yeah. 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 Well, ethically, I mean, I feel like you almost you get really... little rewards too when you do make the right decision. You get little signs. Have when you I ever st- noticed that? When I stopped drinking, I've gotten a million rewards from the universe. And that's why I 
Because sometimes I'm like, oh, God, I, I want to drink again. I don't think you get in real life negative. Like, I don't think you get punishment so much. You just get positively reinforced when you make the right yes. decisions. Yes. And I've been constantly getting like Extra gifts. positives. Yeah. Gifts from the universe. And it's all linked a lot of it is linked back to me not drinking. I think that's fantastic. That's another way pregnancy changed me. I couldn't drink and I couldn't do anything, you know, that would nothing escapism, mm-hmm. right? You have um, to sit with yourself. Yeah. Which I love doing anyway, because I've had a practice of meditation. Oh, I wish I loved doing that. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't love right. doing that. <laughs> right. You know, um, I want to check out these new sacred sounds, which apparently help, um, access your brain stem and your more primordial place in your brain, not the areas that are like earlier developed. So it's, I mean, later developed so that it accesses the earlier part of your brain and you can get back into like your soul spot, um, where you're not thinking and filtering and in your head, you're a little bit more in your basic, simple original self and there is a neurosurgeon that had a near-death experience called Evan Alexander and his wife Karen makes these sacred sounds um, and he thinks that these meditations help you kind of dive deep into your past lives and like understand your soul and your purpose more and I just heard about this guy and I'm so excited to um, start listening to him but like get his wife's sacred sounds to aid in meditation where does he work he's from north carolina and i know he's touring with his wife um i don't know i randomly like overheard him on npr something like that but karen his wife does these sacred sounds and that's what i for meditation i think it basically jump starts you know just like brain waves certain like yeah alpha theta delta you know you start listening to binaural beats right you're going to access certain parts of your brain you're going to emit you know more relaxed theta waves or delta waves and then you can meditate easier but this one somehow does something to that certain base primordial sense part of your brain i love that I'm because i super not articulate right no, now. no i it makes perfect sense okay. to, for, to my brain okay perfect i i'm my worst when i'm in my head and i'm like trying to think if for yeah. instance like i can even use stand-up as an example like when i'm on stage and i'm in my head yeah and i'm going how can i be funny i'm never funny right it's literally when i just tap into the present moment yep and i just let go yep and i let that essence the truth of like who i am just fly yeah is when everything clicks into place yeah and it goes well and it's so it's so interesting i just saw my mom do this with comedy specifically in her 60s because she's doing all these she started doing (laughs) stand-up you start promoting your mom's (laughs) stand-up so you can see her at the laugh factory on friday night she's not inside but she's on the corner and trust me she'll warm you up for the audience she's back in florida now but no she's she started doing chakra workshops in her 60s and all this yoga started yoga in her 60s and i swear her delivery and her comedy lands it's almost like she went to groundlings oh my god and i noticed it on this recent trip out she's hilarious her impeccable timing and delivery and i'm like what's going on she's like when i'm allowed to be myself i'm pretty funny it's normally when she she has a little she's worried about being judged or she's thinking or she's not relaxed and she's kind of going through this awakening and i think some of it's the flow and all the chakra workshops i mean she's a straight up like sitcom comedian oh my god and i thought what the hell am i doing out here like in la you should have been out here but she's never had that comedy before she's tried to and her jokes wouldn't always land they'd be like an almost you know because she was like forcing she, it but now she's tried, just allowing really. and she's just 
yeah, when she's allowed to be herself and she's not caring and I'm, I'm witnessing it cause she's, you know, I've known her right for 30, yeah. 30, 30, some one years. Sure. 30 years, 30 years, 29, you know, <laughs> why are people where it's LA that's weird about age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the city. Yeah, it is the city. Because with age comes way, wisdom and enlightenment. I agree. And enlightenment's more the goal, 100%. Yeah. Um, I hate, I hated pressure. who I was in my 20s. Me too. No, not hated. That's a strong word. That's a strong word. You yeah. know, but like just. All of these hardships though, right? They're doors from growth. All of them are doors if you want to use them. Like I didn't not like who I was in my 20s. I liked myself, but I liked myself so much more after I got cancer. When did you get cancer? Uh, my twenties, oh and my it God. it definitely like it's one of the hard hard things to go through, but it's a door. And if you kind of go through these really hard experiences, but you have the right attitude, they end up being gifts because they're they're sort of like ladders to a different perspective and a different place that you can carry with you after them. That's, so yeah, I had no idea you had cancer. Yeah, I've had That's it a, a couple of times actually. You've had it twice. Uh huh. Skin cancer. I, I had melanoma um, a year and a half ago, and um, and then I had thyroid cancer. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Before that, yeah. What was what was the lesson coming out of it? I think it just like further defines who you want to be, right? When you when you're faced with all the exi- existential like concepts yeah. and contemplating and you know. Yeah. It just it just makes it really shows you what's important to you and how you want to do life. Okay, you I know? like that. So and then that's you, the way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, and not the whole like uh, victim mentality, right? Right. right. Well, it's important. If, at first, at first, it's totally normal. You're like, this is not fair. This is not fair. Why did I get dealt these cards in life? And then you realize. There's no rule that everyone has to get dealt the same amount of cards or the same type of cards, right? So you just make the most you can with the cards you're dealt, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know. So was there a new door opened with motherhood? Yeah. But I, yeah, absolutely. I think it's. Um, you're like, I'm still opening the doors. <laughs> We're still opening the doors. I and like the windows. Every, and I'm going to jump out. Every, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Every week, <laughs> only every third day do I feel like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, just like a very like health conscious forced upon you. Right. Uh, cause I'm breastfeeding still. So there's certain things that I won't, you know, do sort of like how you've imposed quitting alcohol on yourself. Yeah. Right. I, I won't, you know, I won't drink hard alcohol. I'll only have, you know, two glasses of wine and it, I'll have to get to bed earlier. Cause I know I'm going to be tired the next day and I can't be, up be with hung her. over or yeah. tired with her because it's a freaking nightmare. You don't want to do that to yourself. So you end up just being more conscious because if you're not going to take care of yourself that way, you for sure are going to take care of your baby. And if she's eating everything and, you know, feeding off your energy, you have to for her. You should do it for yourself, right? But exactly. it's a real tangible thing. It when, forces you to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So are you having like two different thoughts, like thinking about Charlie and then thinking about you? Because um, does your I just imagine your brain kind of like operating in a different way when you know that there's a life that needs <laughs> that needs you. I was just laughing like what? no it's like it's not totally separate but I would be like yeah I glitch so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I start glitching so hard. <laughs> um but no it's just kind of like mm, fluid. Okay. Yeah. 
So it's kind of like something clicks in. Yeah. Right? Oh, for sure. Your brain actually shrinks. What? When you have a baby, a part of your brain shrinks so that you focus more just on baby stuff. I, have no. You, yeah, physically, they show it in brain scans. Um, I think she needs a bottle. Charlie is agreeing with everything that we're saying. <laughs> Megan. So I don't know. I mean, I think you guys have probably heard someone say, like, oh, I have mommy brain, right? I know I used to think it was a cop-out. Oh, she's trying to grab the microphone. Is that like yoga brain where you where space like, out? Or like a running high? Yeah, except you just sound ridiculous. You mix up your words. You forget things, things that you never did before. You're not, you're, you're actually doing them. It's a real excuse. It's not just the sleep deprivation. Your brain shrinks. So you forever. No, it's temporary during the hormones. Oh, Jesus, yeah. you scared me. I was like, okay, I'm definitely not a having kids. A portion of your brain. No, that would be terrifying. Then you, that would be the best birth control ever, right? It's right after having a kid. Yeah, so that you focus just on your baby and you're not worried about other things. Oh. I have that with sleeping. Do so you focus on sleeping? And you're not right. <laughs> That's amazing. How is your sleep going? Badly, but also great. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, but yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, love doing it in the day, hate doing it in the night. What can I say? Like you should nap with Charlie. I want to do everything with Charlie. She wants to do everything with you. I love you, Charlie. <laughs> That's where Megan was most of the episode, you guys. She was just with uh, Charlie. My little Trying bunny. to run away. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This little bunny was so hungry. You guys look alike when you were babies. Oh, my God. Charlie and I are like the spitting image. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what, Charlie? <laughs> She's just grabbing the mic. Okay. Wait. You were... You, okay. So we wanted to talk to you a little bit about when your cat pooped on the floor, but it was actually you. <laughs> oh yeah that was fun that was a fun moment about two weeks after birth and I'm just walking around in sweatpants I've just started sitting down right and you, you what a what an accomplishment she's sitting down you guys without a donut without a donut yeah because that's real no one ever talks about this stuff so it just hurts so bad you're like tear. yeah it, it, it hurt I still pee uh, when I sneeze now and it's a I've while heard that I've yeah. heard that from a lot of people yeah Okay, so take us to this day. What monumental day? Reenact this. This was a definite. This was a yeah. Okay, I'll just reenact. I'll start there and tell you what it did for me emotionally. Um, I'm walking around. I'm actually eating a chocolate bar because I'm eating everything I can because breastfeeding makes you just like drop weight. It's it's great. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, so. Jean. Can I breastfeed without having a baby? I don't know. Probably. You could just, Charlie keeps going for your nipples and probably like stimulate something. Um, but anyway, so I'm walking around eating a chocolate bar, walking around. Jean, my cat's downstairs. I think Charlie's napping or something. You know when you have to, you have to poop, you know, you got like a few minutes, but you really have to go. Normally you can hold it, right? No big deal. You can hold it. I mean, we started this conversation with Alcove, so I know where you're headed. Yes. So I'm used to thinking, I've just had a coffee. I really have to go, but let me just finish cleaning this. Oh, let me just finish this little task. I'll do this. I'll go to the bathroom in like five minutes. Do not do that after you've just pushed a baby through that area because your muscle control is not the same. Oh my God, it just does what it wants. I didn't even know, but a couple minutes, I've, you know, five minutes later, I go to the bathroom, whatever. I'm like, okay, I feel better. I walk back out to the living room, hardwood floors, thank God, right? And I'm like, oh, I must have dropped some of my chocolate I was eating. 
Oh my God. Are you in a 90s sitcom? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, that. so embarrassing as a woman. I don't know why people don't admit this stuff, but I had wide leg sweatpants on. It was a- also embarrassing. <laughs> that might be the more embarrassing part of the story. And it was just a clear shoot straight from, you know, me down to the floor. And I was convinced it was chocolate and I got closer and I realized it wasn't chocolate. It's a little bit guys. Oh no. Oh no. Charlie's embarrassed that you're admitting these Charlie, stories. Charlie, is it embarrassing? So then I thought it was Jean, and I went to Jean. I'm like, your cat. So you went through every option, but you pooping right. on the floor. Like Jean has diarrhea. Oh, his tummy hurts. It's a little bit of diarrhea. Let me go check his fur. I probably need to clean his tushy. Nope. Jean does not. He's totally clean. He's totally fine. And I would know. It was me. You were like, so maybe an alien came in and pooped on the floor. <laughs> on the floor. No, it's a postpartum woman. There's not that. So anytime I have to go to the bathroom now, I run and find a bathroom. I don't mess with it. This is really a poem and the ode of what can happen. I mean, it's real. It's a, it's a real thing. I, I don't. I mean, there's so many other things that happen after birth, but like you do forget them. But I'm trying not to forget some of them so that I can tell women what really happens. But, oh, you have to wear diapers, but you know that. No, I did I, not. No, we didn't know that. What? You have to wear diapers the first few weeks. I thought you have to wear pads. Like heavy pads. There, it's better if you just wear an adult diaper. Like, depends. Can I just tell you guys a really quick side note about when I was in fourth grade and I saw a, like, ad for diapers for, like, 10-year-olds? And I was so excited and I brought it to school and showed all my friends and I was like, you guys, we can wear diapers at our slumber parties and not even have to, like, leave to pee. And I just remember my friends looking at me. Yeah, like, I thought they would be like, oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah, like that's neat. And they were just like, you're gross. And I was like, cool. And that was the be- honestly the beginning of my downfall. So triggering, <laughs> triggering moment for me. Yeah. So you might have some, wait, that was what? When you're, was this when you started the mean pretty girl squad? What you're, the, of course, speaking of the popular brigade, um, the popular brigade was a, figment of my imagination where I picked five girls in seventh grade that I thought might blossom into hot people, including myself. (laughs) So I tried to foster us as a group that could come together in eighth grade after the summer and like really thrive. But they were all like, we don't want to be your friends. So I love it. I hope that I would have been a part of that. You would have been. Oh, actually, you would have just been cool. Um, Charlie, can I hold you when we ask your mommy what how she's changed since she's had you? Can we do that? Okay, you come to me. Have you changed since you've had Charlie? She's pooping now? now? she's pooping. She heard your poop story and she was like, I'll, I'll one-up you. Um, so how have I changed since I had Charlie? Hmm, that's such a broad question. I don't know because everyone else is like, are you less crazy now? You're probably less crazy now, now that you're a mom. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm still just me experiencing me. Is this how I find out you guys all thought I was crazy? (laughs) You assholes. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I think when circumstance changes, right, you're still experiencing it as you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And operating as you, but maybe my situations are different. So I think it's grounded me a lot. Um... And I'm probably less crazy, apparently. Okay. Yeah. You're more It makes calm. you organize your time, for sure, because you have to. So you have to be what you are. I wanted to ask you, if you could go back before you had a kid, how would you live your life differently now that you know how much time-consuming it is? Like, how would you be different if you were in our position? Good question. Oh, that's a really good question. Um... <laughs> 
I think most people are better at focusing more quickly than I can. Like it takes me normally a couple hours to wind down to be able to even create for a few hours. And then I like wind out of it, you know, do you have ADD? Maybe I think so. Maybe ADHD. Yeah. Um, but I would say if you can just get really good, well, okay. Time is money. There's a whole new concept of that. Like if you look at everything, time is money because you have to pay for a babysitter now. Right. So every, if I want to go right for two hours, it actually is going to cost me at least $50 minimum. Whoa. Mm -hmm. So you're like, I really have to write something that's going to make me more than $50. Right. Or not the, right. Not the pressure, but that would be great. But just you know is it worth going out and meeting that friend oh I don't know it would be if it was free but not for 150 dollars for the night you know you find it's like a strange terrible right because money's terrible but it's a really positive way that money can influence what's important to you and what's not and what's worth it to you and what's not and how you should be spending your time if it's not obvious to you right because if you say, do you want to go meet Sarah, you know, whoever at that bar for two hours tonight and do you want to pay $100 to do it, you're not going to, you're going to be like, I don't want to do that much. Nah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to go out and it's free for me to go out. Right. But I there, don't even want to do that most of the time. Exactly. Unless I'm performing. Right. But <laughs> Well, I want to come see you perform. I'll pay to come see you perform for oh, sure. I'll get you in for free. No, but I'll pay the babysitter to come see you perform. Really? And bring the baby? <laughs> With the babysitter? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd be like, leave whenever it gets adult. When it's too adult. Just like come in and out for jokes. And my act is just bringing a baby on stage. I'm like, no, I need Charlie for a prop. <laughs> that would be a really good prop. That'd be like, although, you know, people would think you're like, that's well, it. Ali Wong really blew up when she was a pregnant lady on stage. There's something. That's her pregnant lady special. There's something sympathetic and, you know, yeah. fun about she it. She killed it. She killed it twice. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so I don't know how else I've changed other than apparently I'm less crazy according to other people. And, um, and time you, is money. Time is money. And if you structured... So, okay, so your advice to, um, I guess, women who don't have kids yet. Stru oh, right, structure, right, right. structure your time better. And Know what's important to you and what's not. And it's... Yeah. Maybe just... Organization is so huge for being able to efficiently do stuff later i used to not be organized at all like moderately same, organized same i'm trying to actually it's be organized it's so worth it and then if you can get to that place where you're organized and just maintain it it's so much easier it saves you so much time so you could quickly jump in to do the things that you want to do that you only have a little time for because you're only going to have little bits of time the other thing that it shows you is you should get outside at least once a day having a kid shows you that it's just and kids tell you they need to go outside, right? Even yeah. when they're babies, they, and they are like sleep better if they get fresh air. She sleeps so much better for her nap. And it shows you I'm not taking care of myself as an adult this way, you know, but you know, for a baby, if they're overtired or overstimulated, they're not going to sleep as well. They're going to be upset. And we're just, you know, we're able to cope better. But our nervous systems can get overstimulated very easily. And then we won't sleep it well at night, you know? So we should just treat ourselves like a baby. Kind of. Just baby yourself. Baby yourselves. But seriously, don't get outside once a day, get fresh air and be aware of when you're overstimulating yourself and you need to just take a little time out or a nap and some downtime. I need naps. Yeah. I, and if it's not a nap as yeah. an adult, like just maybe like some quiet time. Yeah. Because... They just, everything for them is more pronounced, but it's going on for us too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do all the goals that you want to do because 
even though you will have time and you will have the motivation logistically, it's just your, your time's cut in half. So, so really focus on your creative goals. I think before, um, because you'll be ripe with creativity afterwards, but just only half the time to execute it. Wow. That's yeah. good. That's really good advice. Yeah. So don't procrastinate like as much. Okay. I've been doing that a lot and because this is going to kick me into exactly, high gear. Because then if you have a baby, you're like, I wish I, I did wish this I before. took advantage of that yeah. time. You're, you're going to have that regret. Yeah. So you might as well. Um, and it's not like the creativity goes out the window. The creativity is 10 times more when you have a child. It, um, you know, just like artistic Do you feel, creativity. you feel more creative? Yeah. Well, there's the creation energy, right? Oh, I love this. You're actually tapping into creating energy. Artistically, it, it translates into artistic too. You just really need to make sure you have some time. So I should just have babies. Yeah. I should just start having babies. There's I can the abundance ad- I can ad- philosophy. It's not going to limit you. It's going to like bring more. I'll just be pregnant every year and create new projects. <laughs> and my career takes off. Yeah. And then start a Catholic cult. And a I, Catholic artistic cult. Okay. It'll just be like. I like this. Did <laughs> we cover every, we covered everything. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to come sign off? Okay. Vale, thank you so much. Thank you. It's so fun. I've it's... learned a lot. Um, I've... I've heard some stories that I will have nightmares about. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I, yeah. I have more embarrassing stories than that. Oh, so. I want to hear one. Some... Can I hear one now? Um, like, a, wait, like a pooping one or <laughs> me farting on the hottest guy I ever had sex with. In my, I, the hottest guy I ever had sex with on my birthday. On your last birthday. Last year. What did that do for a you? A hot French Canadian model. Oh, the hottest guy I've ever hooked up with hooked up with in my entire life and I literally (laughs) farted on him like three times it wasn't once it was like three times and then in the middle of all in a row it was like spread out which is worse (laughs) and then he left was it silent no it was loud oh and I and I and then I also I think I did it in my sleep because my I had a roommate at the time (laughs) and she was like wait I was really surprised that he because in the morning I was like hungover and I was I was like I can't remember if like I was like, if I farted or fart, I think mm-hmm. I did. And she was like, I oh, heard noise. Oh, you did. She goes, I didn't, I didn't think you slept over because I heard noises coming from your room. Whoa. Yeah. And he, he like escaped in the middle of the night and like sprinted out and but I've he never did. heard from him. He did. Except he, didn't? he did. He ran, he like left and oh. we, we have a mutual oh. friend who like is still He's like probably too embarrassed to talk about it. Wouldn't it be cool if a guy could just, I mean, I know it's not typical, but like if a guy could just like make a joke about it. I don't know why they get so weird. They're like, oh, that's disgusting. My guy friend can do, but my, but girls can't. And I'm like, yeah, yeah we're all not humans. all the time. It's occasional. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, you know, yeah, not on my diet because it was my birthday and I was eating whatever. So right. I feel better. Thank you for sharing that. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Just loads of <laughs> loads and loads of those stories. Um, where can they find you? Uh, on Instagram at Vail Bloom, V-A-I-L-B-L-O-O-M. And maybe a podcast in the future, dot, dot, dot. Maybe. Guys, I think, maybe. I think you really can tap into something great. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it a go. Um, rate the podcast five stars, Superficial Magic on iTunes. Follow Megan at Megan Granger. And- M-E-A-G-A-N. Yes. Yeah. Me again. Me again. And follow me, Dana at Dana Moon Me on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Vibe hair, bitch. Vibe hair. Vibe hair, bitch. Vibe hair. Vibe hair. Vibe hair. Vibe hair.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.